Welcome to Deborah Byrne Psychology Services Podcast. I am Deborah Byrne, a psychologist and your host for today. In my podcasts, I talk about a wide range of topics, including relationships, parenting, education, disability, mental health, and the most important topic I consider of all, self-care. I like to keep it informative and practical so that you can become empowered. This podcast is for adults and is for informational purposes only and should never replace your regular therapy sessions. 111. Helping teens with traumatic grief. What is traumatic grief? Childhood traumatic grief is a condition in which children develop significant trauma symptoms PTSD or post-traumatic stress disorder related to the death of a family member, i.e. parent or sibling or another important person, i.e. a grandparent, another relative, friend or peer. The trauma symptoms interfere with the child's or teen's ability to go through the stages of grief. Effective interventions are needed to resolve the children's traumatic symptoms It should be noted that anyone of any age can get traumatic grief. So if you recognise these symptoms, please seek professional help. We should remember that each teen and child grieves in unique ways. But some teens or children can get stuck and have difficulty in understanding or expressing what is happening to them. In traumatic grief, the teen develops PTSD, post-traumatic stress disorder, symptoms, and gets caught up in re-experiencing the death so they cannot go through the normal griefing process. How might teens express these symptoms? Here are ways to recognise and help your teen with traumatic grief. Being non-judgmental, open to compromise and considering your teen's point of view is important in all of this. Remember your child or teen will also need professional counselling at this stage. Symptoms of traumatic grief include... The teen feels sad, scared, empty or numb, but are embarrassed to show their true feelings. But they can also post and say too much on social media. Two, they may exhibit new or worsening of behaviour problems than before the trauma. For example, angry outbursts, irritability, rule breaking, revenge seeking. Three, the teen may have serious, unsafe or harmful behaviours. For example, self-injury, risky sexual behaviour, drug or alcohol use. Four, they may have trouble concentrating and paying attention, so grades may slip and calls from school may ensue. Five, a change in sleep patterns, for example, staying up later or sleeping all day. And change is the key word here. You know your child's routine in regard to sleep. Six, they could have physical reactions, for example, jumpiness, stomach aches, headaches, a pounding heart or body aches. These may be worse after being around people, places, sounds, smells, sights, situations or other things that remind them of the trauma or the person who died. Remember, we are talking about PTSD symptoms added to normal grief here. Seven, the teen may express themselves by saying things like life is meaningless or they feel guilty for being okay. Or they may withdraw from family and friends, yet you notice them on social media or gaming. 8. They may appear anxious or worried, especially around something happening to you, other significant people in their lives or themselves. The teen may get very upset if you leave the house without telling them, almost reverting back to toddler stage with this behaviour. 
they can go the other way too and seem not to care about anything not studying skipping school or risk-taking behavior nine the teen can also talk about feeling responsible for the death guilt and shame may also be experienced particularly if the death was a suicide 10 they may not want to talk about the person who died even if you think it's a good idea they may change the subject or topic or shrug off the conversation the teen may feel uncomfortable talking to you and that's okay but they need to talk to a professional 11 they may also refuse to go places or do things that remind them of the person who died or of how their life has changed since the person died if any of these problems get in the way of your teens functioning at school or home or continue for more than one to two months get help from a child psychologist who has experience treating trauma or traumatic grief but also remember to trust your gut as a parent and always seek help sooner rather than later with a teen or a child please remember being non-judgmental open to compromise and considering your teen's viewpoint is important in all of this how can you help your teen one find them a counselor or child psychologist who deals with children or teens and understands traumatic grief get a recommendation if you can just know that they need your presence more than ever even if they can't talk to you you can speak to your gp and they will have a recommendation for you or main doctor two talk about your own feelings but remember this isn't about you in this conversation invite them to talk about their feelings but don't push them to do so they will share when they're ready teens might feel unable to talk to you because they fear it might upset you reassure them it won't and that you are happy to talk to them at any time do talk about sharing things on social media if you feel this has been a problem three have patience and try to remain calm when setting appropriate limits on behavior four encourage them to go back to routines and activities with friends but for serious risky or harmful behaviors this needs professional help five do realize that they may be having physical reactions and scary thoughts about the trauma and not telling you talking with them about how you cope with these thoughts and reduce your stress levels is a good idea but remember this is about using this kind of conversation to get them to open up it is never just about you so for instance getting back to enjoyable activities exercising for releasing tension in the body listening to calming music meditation taking a break from technology at night to help with sleep etc are all good coping mechanisms six discuss social media remember to remind them that social media can be helpful but seeing their friends in person will help them feel better seven check with other adults they have contact with have they confided in them if so find ways you can both work together to support your teen never wait if a teen is very sad or guilty always seek professional help sooner rather than later eight help them to develop a realistic picture of the dangers in life talk about ways for them to take control of their safety and future for example driving carefully eating well and exercising asking others for help give them honest accurate and age appropriate information teens get information from everywhere on all kinds of subjects including off the internet and media some of this won't be true and they know it so let them know that you will always tell them the truth reassure them that they are doing the best they can at this stage nine it's okay to keep pictures of the person who died around it's okay to reminisce and tell stories about the person perhaps in time you can also make a memory book together 
Again, do not force this. If the teen does not wish to do this, allow them to do this in their own time. Treatment. Treatment for traumatic guilt in children or teens is usually by a child psychologist or psychiatrist. They will use a trauma-focused cognitive behavioural therapy treatment. If your child has developed other conditions such as depression, anxiety, drugs or alcohol addiction or eating disorders, these will also be treated. The treatment programme should be tailored to your child's needs and involve you. Just like adults, children may not feel comfortable with a therapist, so it can take time to find the right fit. The therapist understands this and will recommend another child psychologist if required. Work with me. Remember, you are allowed to ask for support. No one is an island. If you need extra support, then you can also work with me. We all struggle with stress and overwhelm from time to time. And if you find this has become a problem for you and you'd like to find some support, then you can schedule an appointment with me and you'll find a link to it in the original blog, which will be linked in the description below. There are links to many helpful blogs, podcasts and videos in the original post and I'll place a link to it in the description below. Thank you for listening to my podcast today. This podcast is also available in a blog format, which you can access at www.deborahbrownpsychologyservices.com. Don't forget, you can also subscribe to this podcast, follow me on social media at DB Psychology, or subscribe to our mailing list, which is full of freebies and keeps you up to date on the latest blogs and podcasts. Be sure to tune in next week 